0: education to build special edition right mm-hmm. so yeah. i feel like there's no rick here right now which is a special so we can talk a lot of shit well we can we can do that <laughs> we can also have like an intelligent conversation about what's about mm, to yes. happen without yes. some of his asinine additives <laughs> right yes. and his 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 uh, bullheaded argument. yeah so rick Rick's a great guy we're friends with Rick but he gets a little like opinionated and then like tries to mow down anyone who disagrees with him and so
1: well yeah and as evidenced in the last episode where he was so insistent on doing the man who knew too little as opposed to the cutting edge next right like right with no reason given right just no, no, no right. but, but why don't we do this one?
0: He had to do that movie just so that he could – I think it's because he hated it so much that he just – yeah, he had he, to get it off his chest.
1: <laughs> he needed to release.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So for those of you who are joining us, we're not – normally we kind of have a, a sequential understanding of when this is all going to come out. But as we mentioned mm-hmm. at the last uh, – at the end of Man Who Knew Too Little – Uh, We are recording this right on the heels of that uh, because we are getting ready to go on a trip to Vegas, the three of us. Vegas, baby. Plus my family. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, and, and I'll get into the genesis of this, but essentially what you need to know is that this episode either comes on the heels of the cutting edge if we've had a chance to record it and edit it and drop it in. But we haven't recorded that episode yet. Uh, And so this episode might be in between Man Who Knew Too Little and Cutting Edge. And this episode might be at the end of Bill Month. So we're uh, we're just kind of giving you that disclaimer to know that at this moment, we haven't had any discussions and or arguments that might ensue during the cutting edge discussion. (laughs) So we're, we're recording this completely ignorant of what has been said or discussed in that arena.
1: (laughs) So what you're trying to say is we don't know if the podcast still exists at this point (laughs) or not.
0: Right. We don't know how violent things have gotten. If I've raged quit, if Rick has raged quit. Right. Right. Right.
1: If I've, formed a protest because of the editing nightmare. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we yeah, don't know any uh, of that.
0: Here's here's what we cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Here here's what we do know. We do know that I am a State Farm agent and that I own a State Farm agency. And yes. uh what what will bring the listeners into is that every 4 years State Farm puts together a big conference and does you know some some meetings and some seminars and stuff like that and then also has a big like celebration night concert or entertainment thing and this year is their 100th anniversary and it's a big right. party in Las Vegas and I am taking my family with me we're turning it into a little vacation for the week but yeah uh, when they announced who was going to be performing, at the concert which is free and which I get 3 free tickets to i could not convince any of the five other people in my family to go to this concert with me they <laughs> i told them it was free i told them they should go i told them it would be fun i begged them to come with me and they all refused and they all said they would they would rather sit in the hotel room then go to this free concert. So I told this to Rick and Ryan, who immediately booked airfare and hotels <laughs> to go to Vegas to get these free concert tickets. A- am 100% I 100% true. Right. So why don't, why don't you bring the narrative along here, Ryan?
1: <laughs> right. So um, Rick is a known... Uh, live music enthusiast oh because you guys are going to something
0: tomorrow night right
1: well yes i'll get to that i'll get i'll get to that um so 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 rick uh definitely likes to go and see the big name acts at the big arenas Mm -hmm. the big stadiums Mm -hmm. and see all of the top line artists no matter the cost
0: in fact what Whatever day you're listening to this, there's a 50-50 chance Rick has tickets to a concert or comedy show tonight.
1: Right. So if it's the Paul McCartneys, it's the Madonnas, it's the Foo Fighters, it's the uh, Rolling
0: Stones, he has tickets to those shows. Right, yes. I've gone with him to see The Who. Um, We've seen Weird Al many times. Uh, We've seen an endless litany of stand-up comedians together. Uh, We've seen... Oh, glorious sons! Several times we've mm-hmm. seen yep. Uh, yep. rival sons. Also, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he sees. We've seen Ben Folds. We've seen Cake. I mean, I, almost every concert I've ever been to has been with Rick Bailey.
1: <laughs> right. So so he's an enthusiast, and uh, the the artist that uh, is performing for this State Farm celebration is uh, known to sell out arenas mm-hmm. to arenas, excuse me, stadiums. Mm-hmm. Stadiums two and three times over at multi-platinum recording artist.
0: In fact, uh, this is the State Farm is actually booking him at the new stadium that the Raiders play at in Las Vegas. So I mean, it is a yes. stadium concert.
1: Allegiant Stadium. Mm-hmm. They're booking this arena or this I keep saying arena. it's a stadium it's a stadium. I'm, I'm yeah, selling this.: I'm sure. stadium. This artist had a residency in Vegas less than 10 years ago, and they were charging over a1,000 dollars a head for this resi- are you serious? residency Yes.
0: And it's also important to know that this artist, I think, what did Rick say? He's sold more albums than anyone else in history. I. I
1: don't know the facts on that, but I would believe. I think it.
0: more albums than any other solo artist in history, probably for sure. Right, um, and yeah. I know exactly one of his songs.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so to to uh, to, uh, and I'm not finally a <laughs> <laughs> to to finally pay this off. That artist is the one and only Garth Brooks.
0: Yes. So we, I had three tickets to see Garth Brooks. And could not give away these free tickets to my family. So Rick and Riot are are joining me on this Vegas trip uh, to see Garth Brooks, who I know exactly nothing about. The only song I know of his is (laughs) Friends in Low Places.
1: Uh, well, and if there was one song you would know, that would be the song, sure. because that is the karaoke song, that is the bar song, that is the, yeah.
0: And and my buddy was a fan of his in, like, 1993, Logan, friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, Logan. <laughs> Another shout-out to yeah. Logan. Logan introduced the me to the Brooks with that song. Uh, he was a fan. Yeah. and So, I mean, like, that was long time ago.
1: <laughs> so, um, in my musical career, I, I was never a big fan of the country music. Um, you know, I, I, I liked some uh I liked some Johnny Cash, but other than that, it was like country was not something I was into. But then um started going to karaoke bars, started going to uh you know with friends to go sing songs and realized that the country music, while it's it's subject matter isn't something that I identify with, mm-hmm. uh It can be really fun to sing in a group with, you know, a bunch of drunken friends and as a joke, even. And so that's how I got introduced to Friends in Low Places was through karaoke. Uh, We had a group that would go to a hudsucker, not hudsuckers, (laughs) uh, hudsuckers on (laughs) the brain. It's working its way into your brain. (laughs) Like a, uh, 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 what is it called? The place with all the shit on the walls, shenanigans. Okay, uh, like a shenanigans or like a that kind of bar with like all the Fun shit records. on the walls. That's ours, what you're thinking, right? Yes. Like yeah. ours, ours was called uh, Billy McHale. Okay, right? sure. So yeah. we had we had a place. They had, always had they they had the big giant margaritas in 32 flavors, and you could always sing karaoke on Sunday nights. And so we'd sing karaoke, and and I learned like. 7 or 8 Garth Brooks songs just by being around karaoke and I'm like hey this isn't half bad like I don't like I'm not a country boy I don't go to work on a farm every day but this is a fun time singing with my friends about these silly songs so that's that's how I got into uh, you know, an appreciation for Garth books, Maybe not a, a fandom But at least an appreciation
0: Okay, and I have no appreciation at all And and Rick, which we're going to have to get some comments from him at some point Because he is, like, on the extreme fandom side Like, he's not what I would call a country boy But, I mean, he can Garth out He knows them all He knows <laughs> all the lyrics He knows all the songs He knows all the dances Well, I, th- I think the thing of it is
1: Is that Rick... Is a pop boy, right? And whatever's popular, Garth is he's the into. Mo- is the most most pop country from the nineties? Sure, okay,
0: yeah, and whatever's whatever's pop, he's into. Right, okay, I see, I see. And then I see, I thought like that Garth Brooks wasn't a thing anymore, and that he had like changed his name and his persona and and for a while wow. I actually thought he was Chris Angel and was doing magic. But that's <laughs> that's not exactly what it that's was. That's not
1: exactly correct. Right. Not exactly correct.
0: Apparently he like uh, was Chris Chris something else. Gaines. Chris, Gaines. Chris Gaines, yes. Which I don't know. He
1: he in the in the early two thousands, nineteen ninety nine, something like that. I, I don't know the exact dates, uh, but he decided to go in a very like emo direction like a uh mm, I don't know bill if you know the term emo but yeah no uh, I know emo okay yeah he went he went it, it still was twangy but it was definitely like a more like introspective dark uh space cuz emo emo to,
0: was kind of what you called indie before everything was indie right it was the like yeah but it was emo is a is a bit more like not that was like, like early in. panic at the disco and dashboard confessional and May and those kind of things, right? Like, dash was definitely emo music, I music think, to like, cut to,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely was like emotional and introspective and intense and dark, but not like not, a lot not of like
0: happiness, not like corn or nine inch nails or stuff like that. No,
1: no, 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 no. That, that, that was more aggressive. This was more like. Faye. okay you know a little bit more like i'm sad and i don't know what to do about it (laughs) instead of i'm mad and i'm gonna kick your head in right
0: right it's a 12 year old girl tantrum not a 12 year old boy tantrum okay let's take a quick break and we'll be right back and reveal some of the other uh interesting wrinkles that are gonna happen on this trip
3: (laughs) i like this wrinkle
1: you know, I have to say that this podcast goes uh, way more smoothly when there's just two of us <laughs> instead of three of and, us. And a specific two. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't going to say that, but... Uh, I, I left, you a, little jeb. You, I left you a little
0: gem in the break, too, that you can listen to and throw nice. in, as you will. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does go smooth. There's a little give and take and a lot less uh, interrupting over each other, isn't there?
1: No, no, no! You're wrong. <laughs> good,
0: good. I feel like he's here again. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh,
1: yeah, Garth Brooks. So um, you, you're, you're only really aware of um,
0: friends in low places.
1: Friends in low yep, places. That's all right? I know. So do you know? And and you know a little bit that he 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 made a change in his persona. You don't know much about it, but right. you know that that right. happened. Right,
0: I've never heard any of his magic album, but um, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about Chris Gaines, and I don't know right. anything else that he's done. I just, you know, people seem to love Garth Brooks, so I, I right. assume, you know, country's just popular, and country tends to be in my opinion, people who are not looking for change very much. So it seems like the kind Mm, of thing that you just kind of traditional crank out the same kind of thing over and over again, but to be where he is and continue to sell out arenas, you've got to put on a good show. Right. Right. And so I, I am looking forward to it because I'm pretty sure it'll be a good show. Um,
1: yeah, and I think so so uh in the midst of this performance that we're going to see for State Farm, he is on a stadium tour. Yeah. Like this he is in mid tour form. He's not like coming out of retirement to do one show. Like he is in the middle of doing Dallas Cowboys Stadium, mm-hmm. doing you know ma- not Madison Square Garden, but Yankee Stadium. Right. You know like doing right. huge, you know, 50,000 people Kind of stadiums, so this is going to be a show. Yeah. There is going to be fireworks. There is going to be yeah. flames. Like uh, it's going to be loud. There is going to be video boards. You know, like he's going to blow it out. I, at least I think. Yes, I, then, I don't know, but I, I feel like that's what we're going to get. And
0: then State Farm made it weird.
1: <laughs> right. This is the twist
0: because they announced that there would be another quote unquote headliner performing before Garth Brooks. Right. Um and that headliner is Cedric the Entertainer doing stand up comedy.
1: <laughs> and when uh when this news was broken to me, uh, it was it was poised as a uh, guess who? Yeah, Ge- yeah. guess guess who? who's
0: performing with Garth Brooks?
1: Uh, and
0: this was not my first choice. <laughs> yeah, this it just it just seems like such a strange combination. Yeah. It, I mean, it felt like this is a corporate event that has a massively diverse audience that is going to be there. And right, so right. rather than like do a pairing, they're doing a contrasting. Um which right. could be fun cuz I I like stand-up comedy and I like music. I don't I don't know Cedric the entertainer. I've never seen him or heard his jokes. Yeah, um, no,
1: see, and I think he's pretty funny. Like I'm not an expert on Cedric, but uh everything I've seen I've I've thought was funny. Maybe he's not my favorite comedian. Right.
0: But but, but it is a weird pairing, right? Yes, it's it's yes. not two performers you're ever likely to it's see not, perform uh, together again.
1: It's not Larry the Cable Guy and uh Garth. Yeah. Garth Brooks. It's yeah. not yeah. Yeah. Jeff Foxworthy and Garth Brooks. Right. It's, and
0: then and then to throw another little funky wrinkle into it. Uh, the, I like the, this wrinkle. The intro of the evening's ceremonies will be uh, music that is provided by DJ Jazzy Jeff.
1: <laughs> so, th- this skews this whole show another direction. <laughs> I, I, You know, it's going to be a very interesting experience, and... Uh, I I will let you know that I will have the pod recorder on hand for this experience, such as if we need to record some (laughs) crazy moments. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So not only is this like we're, we're going to Vegas on Sunday and this performance is Tuesday. So we're going to be two days deep into Vegas by the time we actually get to this show. But it's also an interesting mosaic. And then not to mention the day before, Rick and I will be at the like conference meeting. Ryan's bailing on that one, but um, which I have also to do. which also has a performance by the a cappella group Pentatonics. <laughs> so,
1: so they're really trying to cover their bases on they, like hmm, they really what
0: are. are. <laughs> what is music? Let's have it
1: at so the thing.
0: What, this this whole experience, Ryan. Um, yeah, being in Vegas seeing this really weird corporate concert which i'm gonna be interested so rick i think is really expecting this to be a normal concert for garth brooks
1: yeah and i don't think it's going to be
0: i don't think it's going to be either i I, it's definitely going to be abridged
1: yeah Um, he's going to play the hits and that's it right
0: exactly um it's, it's a corporate event, and it's a family event, so there will be people there who are there late. There will be people there mm. who don't want to stay. Mm. And my guess is they don't want people walking out on Garth right. in mass right. numbers, so they're going to keep it short. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. To, he's seen Garth a couple times in concert before, too. So right. I, I think he's going to experience something very different. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um
1: so I have a little experience in this mega corporate um concert space. mm -hmm. I had the opportunity a few years ago to go to the Amazon Christmas party. Okay. Um when um DNCE played um the Jonas brother uh spin-off band. Okay. Uh, You may know you may know them from the song Cake in the Ocean. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I that like was that That was the one. song that yep. was popular when they when they did this song, or when they did this show. And uh, they rented out the entire uh, at the time CenturyLink and the Wamu Theater, and had a vast expanse of craziness. And so the the, the headliner band was just kind of playing through the whole event, and there was like games and drinks and food and stuff and you Mm. just wandered around the whole campus so i really feel like that that points to what you're saying is like it's gonna be not a straightforward a like stadium concert experience it's going to be kind of a more mixed thing and i honestly think that like Jazzy, Jeff is gonna be spinning in one corner and then they'll cut to him between shows, but he's still gonna be spinning and Cedric's gonna be doing his own thing. Uh-huh. And like it's not gonna be one stage, one show the whole night.
0: Yeah, I'm really not sure. So four years ago, the last state farm one I went to, they had a setup kind of like you're talking about where they have like a food station and a game station and like a yeah. it was like all giant themes. So they had like a giant uh cornhole game going mm-hmm. and a giant Pac-Man maze you could run through and stuff right. like that. And in the center of all that was the band sticks, and they mm, were yeah. just playing yeah, yeah. music the whole time, right? right? And like a few people would stop and listen, and other people were milling about. But then then, like that, kind of shut down, and they moved us all into the stadium. Uh, this was at UNLV, mm-hmm. and we all sat in the seats for a Kelly Clarkson concert, right. Um, which I was much more jazzed about than <laughs> Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm sure, uh, I'm highlight sure. of the trip, right? Uh, but Kelly was good, but it was like an hour and fifteen. It was a it was a tight set, and and it was right. like. She had like media that was playing and and lights. I mean, you could tell it was mm-hmm. her tour stuff. Yeah, but it was but definitely it was the short version. Yeah, exactly. It was trimmed down, and it was just the hits. Which, if I'm going to see Garth Brooks and not knowing anything about Garth Brooks, I want the trimmed down, just the hits version. I, yeah, and I'm the I don't same need way. The deep like cuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I only know the greatest hits, so I only mm-hmm. want to hear the greatest hits. Right. Like. Right. Let's let's get all of the ones that I know and be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to hold my phone up, record an Instagram story with my fucking flashlight on, and then send that shit, and then go back to Vegas.
0: So, yeah. So this is going <laughs> to be some interesting mixed reviews. I don't know. I'm kind of like not sure where to put it all. I think Rick's going to be disappointed in the brevity of the concert and the chaotic yeah, yeah, transition of them. I think I'm not going to love Garth Brooks very much. Um <laughs> but I'm going to enjoy the experience and I'm looking forward yeah. to it. So we're going to see what happens. I think what we'll do now is we're going to we're going to call this a recording and then we're going to tack on to this you and Rick getting back and talking about how you think I will react to it. Yeah, and uh, then a few days later, when I get back because I'm staying a little longer with the fam and doing the Grand Canyon thing, um, when I get back, I'll tell you how I how I felt about it, and we can do a climometer ranking of the Vegas experience,
1: <laughs> of Garth Brooks at Allegiant Stadium,
0: of Garth Brooks, Cedric the ent- Entertainer, and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yes, yes. Go I was going to say I'll look forward to hearing you guys predict when this does come <laughs> out how you think because you'll you'll be predicting how you think i felt about it but you'll have been there with me so um but you'll either know i think will you remember it (laughs) yeah right
1: i think we'll have to also like kind of uh refrain from really picking your brain too much
0: oh yeah yeah we we after the concert we should not talk very much about yeah we should just experience
1: it and like Make subtle comments, but not be like, "What did you think about that? How did that exactly. go?" Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'll, I'll keep it tight to the chest, as they say.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tight to the chest. Yes, that's how <laughs> it goes. Um, okay.
0: okay. Okay. Well, thanks well, for listening to this civil and yes,
1: <laughs> and educated and uh, you know respectful podcast,
0: emotionally intelligent version yes, of the where we talk about sheltered bill
1: things that are important and. Um, don't argue with each other and respect each other's opinion and uh, show up on time and have our and, equipment working.
0: And, and and if this is the podcast you want to hear, hit us up at the Miseducation <laughs> of Bill.
1: At we can gmail. make some com. changes <laughs> yeah, if you know what yeah, I mean.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Okay, sounds good.
2: Okay, all we'll right. talk to you
0: later. Yeah, bye. Bye. I'm blaming all of my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your black tie affair. That's all I know but I'm still gonna go cuz I got free airfare. Well, Rick,
1: um we're back in Washington. We're back from Vegas Ugh,
3: after yeah, a uh, I needed to come back.
1: A hot and sweaty excursion for
3: the podcast. Why was the Why was the pool so hot? Like the water it was, was hot. It bath water. bathwater yeah that's was, like I realized I've never had it i've been to Vegas a lot and i um I've been there when it was hot mm-hmm. I've never had an experience where the pool was like so not refreshing that I didn't even enjoy it
1: yeah it was um i blame i blame bill actually <laughs> I always blame Bill yeah, um since he's not here to defend himself it seems like a logical thing to do right uh but yeah no it was it was pretty hot it was pretty crazy. But uh, the reason we were there was uh, because we had the opportunity to see the one, the only Garth Brooks in concert. Um, I had not seen this artist in concert before. Uh, It seems like you've seen him a few times.
3: I've seen him twice. I saw him in uh, 1993 Mm -hmm. with my mom because I was 13 years old. Yeah. Cool. And then I saw him again a few years back when he first you know, he retired. Um
1: well, he like, he turned tw- into a different person for a little while. And then and then he retired. Sure.
3: <laughs> that was a whole different thing. Um <laughs> he he retired uh to like raise his kids or whatever and then he came yeah. back. So he's yeah. been back on the in the world, and only in the last, probably you know, I mean, pre COVID, I don't know. It's probably been five, six years now, but yeah, he's still just like killing it out there, just like selling tickets like a madman.
1: Well, yeah, I've never seen anything
3: out like it. Stadiums, like yeah, nonstop. well, just he he's been famous for doing this thing where he like won't charge a lot of money for his tickets. Mm. Um, like all the tickets are the same price in the whole place. Um, when I saw him in the Washington area the service fees on Ticketmaster were like 12 bucks or something. Like it was like in half they had like, he could do anything he negotiated
1: a special deal.
3: Yeah. And every, and what he does when he sells tickets to avoid having scalpers sell his tickets for a lot of money, he'll just say, Hey, I'm going to be there on whatever, April 1st. And as many tickets as you guys buy, I'll just do that many shows. Mm, And they just keep adding. So when I saw him, I ended up getting, like, the last show of the two. And I think it was, like, the seventh show in a row of a sold-out Tacoma Dome. That's crazy. Yeah, he didn't even have a voice left, you know? Yeah. Like, he just goes hard. Um, it's, it's a wild... I remember when I was in high school, so I had seen him that once, and then my... I don't think I went to that show, but my best friend at the time's mom wanted to go and... This was back in the day when you bought tickets, when you lined up and stuff. Right. What you had to do was you had to go to, like, the local ticket broker or, like, I think she went to, like, a drugstore. And you had to pick up a bracelet. And if hmm. you had a bracelet, then you could get in line a week later and buy tickets for the show. It's, very it's crazy. Elab- very elaborate. Right. And that was in the time when, like, stuff would sell out. But not, like, like he, it's a phenomenon how big that guy really is.
1: Yeah, no. It, it's
3: hard to fathom. In, in this day and age especially, there's nobody, nobody, like Bill's beloved Ed Sheeran huh. couldn't pull this one. I mean, he know, he's – they're very big artists. Taylor Swift, she couldn't – Yeah, I mean, she could do a couple, but he, this dude is huge.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, you said it earlier. The number one
3: selling solo artist of all time. Right. In the world right who hasn't released an album in well like i guess he had one kind of recently but like you know a 20 year hiatus between his yeah. albums not current right um so when i was a boy <laughs> i used to I, i'm not a country i'm not a country fan per se yeah, and,
1: and neither am i like uh I, i've only come to appreciate country later in my life but uh Yeah, no, country was never, like, a a genre that I liked.
3: I have very specific country taste. Um, Mm. I like Alan Jackson,
2: mostly because
3: he kind of uh, um, harkens back to the country that I do like, which is, like, outlaw country. I like old country. I like Hank Williams. Mm,
1: Johnny Cash.
3: I like Conway Twitty. Yeah. I like Waylon Jennings.
1: Johnny Paycheck.
3: Yep. Yep. I like David Allen Coe. Like I, I go yeah, I, I do some weird stuff. I like that stuff. I like that like Johnny Knoxville
2: type well, yeah, radio stuff. Like,
1: like the the origins of punk, like the fuck the man, you know, don't fuck with my rights kind of shit, as opposed to the like uh I'm just a good old boy.
3: Yeah. No, well I, I even I don't even hate I just don't like so and then I like dumb nineties country. Like, mm. I like um, Garth Brooks. I like Brooks and Dunn. Really anything with Brooks in the name.
1: <laughs>
3: um, but Honky also tonk like...
1: Badonkadonk.
3: See, and that's about where I don't... I stopped liking stuff. Like, yeah. I don't like... It's funny because it, it was the same thing in the 90s. Like, Garth Brooks was the first one who was like... It was like pop country. Mm-hmm. But not really because he still has this like country... Edge to him. The stuff that happens now, this Florida Georgia line and Rascal Flats and whoever else wants to perform a song, like, it's not for me. I don't like any of that stuff.
1: Right, but then you have on the other side, you have the Chris Stapletons and the I love uh, Chris Stapleton. The Luke Combs that are like they are on the other side of that where they're they're more on the like authenticity side.
3: They're like the strokes of country music. Where mm. they, they are using that, like, old school feel with their music. Right. right. Like, when The Strokes came out, you're like, oh, these guys sound like they're from the 70s. Right. You know, Chris Stapleton, that dude, he could have killed it way back when. And, he, you know, he's like, like George Jones, you know, like, just sings his ass off and does good. Yeah. Right? Old soul. Yeah. Right.
1: So, uh, we should probably just talk about this show, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, the show. It was at Allegiant Stadium. Um, it was TJ Jazzy Jeff emceeing the event, Cedric the Entertainer doing a little comedy warm up, and then Garth Brooks to headline the show. Pretty weird. Yeah. Pretty weird. During the show, we got to see, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Chris Chris Paul Paul. come out and come say hi to everybody. Um, there was free food. There were drinks aplenty. Uh, what I was surprised with, with the show, so I don't know. I didn't
1: realize how expensive those drinks were until the day after.
3: We had a conversation about that the other day about you. <laughs> we thought you might have you might have you might have figured out that pretty well the next day. yeah
1: yeah um it's fine. It's fine.
3: Yeah, it's Vegas. What are you gonna do? But um well anyway, th- there was it was a corporate event, and in the front section was roped off for special VIP members. Right, the president's but club, if I remember. Right. After the first song of Garth, he said, "I'm not having that," and he let the whole crowd rush up to the front of the stage. I,
1: I think Garth's exact words were, "This don't feel like no concert to me. I think y'all should be up close to the
3: stage."
0: Oh, are you talking about like the second you guys like jumped out of your seats and ran like little yeah. girls? Yes, and I never saw you again that night.
3: Uh huh. You you wouldn't have you wouldn't have stayed any longer than you did where you were. And you wouldn't have come with us if you could have.
0: That's true. I had no desire to get any closer. So (laughs) did you guys, where did you guys get? Did you get like up to the front?
3: I mean, like, yeah. I mean, we were like two, you know, two, three people behind him. You were like two of the first teenage girls to run up there. We we there we were there was a lot of people we we almost saw a fist fight between people working and having a good time. Did you guys talk
0: about some of the weirdness of the like corporate event beforehand?
3: We haven't got to that part yet. We will. We just started talking about country music a little bit. Okay. Um but oh I should probably record. (sighs) I'm recording. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter. He's useless. Um so yeah, let's let's talk about the event itself um it was free candy a lot of candy. lots of
0: it a lot of candy they, they, they were shoving it in our
3: <laughs> they wanted hands. us to be sugar high yeah uh there was some snacks the, and
0: yeah that's that's how the last one was too it's
3: weird going to a stadium that's not full i mean it was pretty packed yeah I mean, but you you don't have also, the experience of a stadium concert Okay. Um, also, most, I mean,
1: I feel like we're going to be used to going to a stadium that's not full here in about September or November. Sure.
3: That's, but that's <laughs> ever, even different.
0: Ever, ever been to a Mariners game?
3: <laughs> right. But um, that's, even, that's not a stadium, but that's even different because um, when you go to a concert, the field is also full of people. So, and bands that play in stadiums. It's pretty rare that I see a stadium band that doesn't have it mostly sold out. Yeah, no. Because they're big enough to play in a stadium. Right. Right? If they're not that big, they're not going to play there. That's a big undertaking. So, And you have to think, too, at the end of the show, Garth came out for a pretty long, encore, like two encores. Did he really? Yeah. And me and Ryan stood in the back and watched the last few songs. And we were on about the 50-yard line. Yeah, by ourselves. So that whole fifty yards and back, there's nobody, right? Yeah. That w- that would normally be full of people. The okay. three hundred level was, you know, half. I mean, there was a lot of people there. But yeah, I think they said thirty five thousand. Right, right, and that place holds twice that. Yeah, almost.
0: Yeah, it holds sixty five
3: thousand. Sure. Well,
1: but so- sixty five thousand for a football game. For a concert, that's different because they load the field, but then they don't have the bowl behind the
3: stage. Sure, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and you know, Garth, when he plays concerts, they put seats behind the stage. They fill up every seat in the house. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, it was good. It was nice to go to a place that wasn't full. It sounded, I think it sounded better. I didn't have to listen to a bunch of people being noisy. I mean, it was <laughs> loud, but it was fine, you know. Um,
1: I had to like look through the back of several women.
3: Well, that's always going to
1: (laughs) happen.
0: What does that mean?
1: (laughs) Well, because the setup had uh, lots of chairs uh, Uh in the front, there were uh, several women that thought they were entitled to stand on said chairs and block the view of everyone behind them.
3: Yeah, that's very fun for people.
1: Yeah, and then when they were told, hey, can you move over? And they have attitude about it. That was super cool, too.
0: Yeah, I mean it was a stadium full of very entitled people, anyways.
1: <laughs> well, yes. Um it's also to say when when Garth decided that he he wanted to just open up the whole stadium for an, for a regular show, there wow. were some people that really took uh took umbrage with that and decided that they would Oh, wanted- I'll
0: bet because those people in the front like thought they had all sorts of special privilege yes. because
3: of how much life insurance they'd sold. Right. I can't and- believe I would I'd really like to know how many nasty emails they got 2 days later. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, um, and also uh, between that and then the like three swears that uh, that Garth threw up on the stage, you know, there was a there's a couple of S bombs and an F bomb. Um, he so-
3: apologized before he said any of them though. <laughs> He's like, sorry really? about this. Yeah. There was like a kid in the audience. Yeah, because he's that kind of guy. He's a mm-hmm. nice old there were, man. There were
0: hundreds of kids in the audience. Yeah. Right. And
3: so he said, sorry, well, there was like one specific. He's like, sorry about this. But and he said shit. And he's because like, you guys are the he, shit or something. He
1: didn't but, apologize about the I fucking love this.
3: <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I have no regrets leaving when I left. I heard right, like right. seven which, or eight songs. Which you wouldn't. You're fine. because this is yeah. this is you go to concerts like you watch movies. You walk in, you watch five seconds and say, I get it, and you leave. And then you judge it on no merits. I watched multiple songs. Sure. And how many? Six or seven. What what was the last song you heard? Do you remember?
0: I mean, I don't know any of the names of any of the songs. Like, that's (laughs) one of the reasons. Like, going to a concert of a band or a performer that you don't know any of their
3: material gets really boring. Not necessarily. No, it doesn't always. Yes, it does. Did you hear him sing two piña coladas? Yes. Did you hear him sing "Fishing in the Dark? Mm, I think so. Did you hear the thunder rolls? Yep, I was there for thunder rolls. It's your unanswered prayers. I think that's the last one I heard before I left. Okay, so you watched eight songs. Yep, that's what I said. Out of of 23. (laughs) Yep. So you watched one third of the concert. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. um, Well, and so... I think when we talked earlier, Bill, the the one song that we had said that you had heard or you knew about before was Friends in Low Places.
0: Which I knew he wasn't going to play till the end.
1: Right. So you just made
3: a decision like, that you weren't
1: going to see that
0: song. Right. I was like, I don't need to listen to 15
3: more country songs I don't know. Now, he did I- play it seven songs before the end. Okay. So.
0: did You, you wrote down all the songs he played? I,
3: I have the set list here. Okay. Cool. (laughs) That was full of hits. He didn't play one song that I didn't know every word to. I don't doubt it, but he didn't play any songs that I know. Any of them. Because you didn't stay long enough. He played Shallow. I bet you know that song. The Lady Gaga one? Yeah. (laughs) He covered it with his wife when she showed up. He played he played Piano Man by Billy Joel. Okay. Um no, that's when we got to the front of this thing. We were like, is Bill going to be mad? We're up here. And I was like, no, he's going to leave no matter what in a few songs. And then mm-hmm. you text us, you're like, I'm leaving. And we're like, yeah, we know. We yeah. don't know why you actually came. And and guess what? what? The line to get on the bus when I left, full. And I wasn't on the first bus out of there. <laughs> well, sure. But that's because people, that that event was full of people who don't go to events like that.
0: It's not just people that don't go to events like that. It's also people who have no interest in seeing Garth Brooks. That was my category, right? Like, if like last last conference four years ago, I stayed through the very end and loved it.
3: Right, because you want to see Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> what do you Kelly
3: like? <laughs> what do you like about Kelly Clarkson? I I well, one, I
0: know all our songs. <laughs> Why? I like her. I listen to her music. Wait, but you don't, okay. I don't like country music, Rick. So you just don't like a whole genre? Yes. Yep. I don't like that entire genre. Why? It doesn't do it for me. I don't like it. It doesn't, I don't like the way the music sounds. (laughs) I don't connect with the music. Have you ever listened, but how much have you listened to? Enough, because enough to know be- I don't like it. Before you see here, you know what the problem is, Rick. That there's what? no, there's no music you don't like.
3: That's not true. You, there's you no genre. Mean- jo- there's no genre of music you don't like. Well, yeah, because I don't hate everything on for no reason. I think That's things have the their merit. Thing. Yes, it is because I don't think you can just say I don't like. So you're telling music.
0: me if there's a genre, if there's a genre you don't like, then you have to. By Rick's definition, hate everything for no
3: reason. No, I'm you. You hate. <laughs> that's you, what you said. <laughs> when, when you hate a genre, when you hate a genre, you're not giving merit to anything that's done in that whole thing. You, so mm-hmm. you don't like Johnny Cash. Uh, I like some of Johnny. No, Cash. No, you yeah. hate. You hate country music. Yeah. Well, he sings country music. Well,
0: I I so, don't So maybe I like you don't some hate, so maybe don't hate So I
3: guess you don't hate country music. I guess not. Well, there you I go. So I, okay, so guess so what? I hate Garth Brooks. See, that is okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. On the merits and of And I gave it a his, shot
0: and I gave it a shot.
3: Did you? Yeah. Mm, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh But yeah, no. So that's why I say that there isn't sure, like you know what? I probably don't love I don't you know what I don't like this is a weird thing to say. I don't like classical music. I think it's boring. It's not for me. Mm. Um, but I can't say so, it sucks. So
0: you hate every
3: Bugs Bunny no. cartoon ever made. <laughs> 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 but I like, so, but I like, so, I mean, I'll listen to some of it if it's, you know, I wouldn't turn it on, mm-hmm. you know, but when you say stuff like you like Kelly Clarkson, I bet you'd like a bunch of dumb country that exists now that I don't like. Cause it's like, it's just pop music from the South, you know, it's a little twangy. Like, the bands I was just saying I don't like, like Florida Georgia Line and the Rascal Flats and stuff, I bet you'd like them. Probably. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I just, I don't know, I don't know if you, okay, this is going to sound, I need to take this in the spirit of which I say it, because it sounds worse than this. I don't know if you have taste. (laughs) I don't think you have bad taste. I don't know if you have any. Okay. And that's fine. I don't care if I
2: have
0: taste. I like what I like. Sure. The, I listen to stuff that I like and I also am able to hear stuff and go I don't like that. So yeah, me too. I can yeah, definitely think the, of things I
3: don't like. But yeah. the, but the things that you don't like are way, different from you and so no, you think they're wrong. No, no there's yeah. there's so yeah. there's so many things that you say you don't well, like. I think and the point is the point is you also is, don't you also doesn't you also you, you also don't try you. to experience things. <laughs> can't you or mute him, Ryan? learn? I was in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> why Have you why been I on stop this stop podcast? Talking? Before it's not Ryan's turn to talk.
2: <sighs> oh.
3: I don't Go know ahead, how Ryan. I can. I got now. muted. <laughs> yeah, I muted. I can't talk. You're muted. Go ahead, Sorry. Ryan. I don't know how to. Do Go ahead, Ryan. You, now. you talk. <laughs>
1: talk talk no so what i was gonna say is yes maybe bill doesn't have taste but he doesn't have a frame of reference for- that's what
3: i was trying to say in this sentence oh my god <laughs> you were taking so long to get there yeah because i couldn't get a word in edgewise <laughs> that's never been holy true. shit what i was gonna say was you don't have any of the experience behind it or have tried to be involved in any of it I went to a
0: Garth Brooks show and hated
3: it you wouldn't you wouldn't have went to that show if someone didn't tell you you can go to this for free if someone didn't pay
0: me to go there yeah yeah exactly you're right right
3: you're right right, right. but so that's where I'm saying like you don't have any and you don't know like uh you don't know who a, the biggest bands in the world are sometimes we've come to find out over the years right? Just because I didn't know there was a band called The Doors? Or The Rolling Stones, who they are, <laughs> where they're from. Like, I i don't think that you should, I don't think that I could be like, oh, I can't believe you don't listen to De- deedly and Bling Blongs. And be like, <laughs> I can't believe you don't like those guys. Because they're like, they have this one album that, that you got to get on this tape that you buy from a guy at the subway. But like, The Rolling Stones seemed like a band you would like, recognize a few songs and enjoy but you just don't like any of it and i don't know why why doesn't any of it speak to you in any way i that's that's unfair because i do have music that i like do you like okay what's the oldest band that you like
0: um
1: mozart hmm.
2: <laughs> Classical music sucks. <laughs> oh, oh, that means you hate everything for no reason. <laughs> you have
1: no frame of reference, Rick Bailey. Oh.
0: Um what is the oldest? That is that's an interesting question. It should um It shouldn't be. I mean I You like don't have to
3: be you don't have to be right. You just have to be close.
0: Right. I mean it's, it's not
3: a gotcha is moment.
0: This, is this Price's Right Rules? <laughs>
3: I like I like the song Sweet
0: Child of Mine. Cool. Who sings that one? Um. <laughs> mm.
3: I think it's Guns N' Roses. It is Guns N' Roses. Ding ding ding. And, okay. okay. So, so you're telling me that the oldest band you like No, is... you said I didn't have to be right. Okay. <laughs> but I said you, I, but I was saying you could be close. Okay. So, the oldest band you like is from the late 80s? <laughs> It's I just, mean, that's, I well, mean, it's not I, surprising. I like, I like some Aerosmith stuff. Okay, so now we're back. We're to the, like, the, well, wait, which Aerosmith stuff? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Aerosmith song, Bill? Sweet Emotion. Okay. That's like, well, it's like, what, it's like 79? Yeah, so we're getting there. We've gone back a good, you know, seven, eight years. Yeah. Do you only like songs with the word sweet in them? <laughs> <laughs> um, I
0: like, uh,. I like some Jackson 5 stuff. Okay.
1: No, let's go back a little further. Which ABC?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this
3: was Do you like know who's s- in that band, Bill?
0: 75?
3: Michael Jackson and <laughs> Janet Jackson. Uh, no. You were close, no? though. Janet's on Janet wasn't in there. Yeah. Um, the guy okay. who makes the vodka? Now, when you say you like some Jackson 5 stuff, how many Jackson 5 songs did you can you name right off the top of your head?
0: Well, there's ABC.
3: Uh-huh. The one that Ryan told you? Okay. Uh-huh,
0: and one, two, three. No, that's uh, the same song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then what's the... Um, uh uh-huh, It's not it's <laughs> funny. Because I know the song. We were just talking about it. It's like...
3: Is it Thriller? No. It's,
0: <laughs> no. it's, it's not Pretty Young Thing, but it's similar.
3: <laughs> well, that. It's where he's like... He's, he's like... I mean, Pretty Young Thing is a Michael Jackson song.
0: Right, right. But it's not Jackson 5. Right. But they're... Um, I don't know. I've just heard some of that stuff, and I like it. I'm just trying to think of what might be the oldest stuff I've heard that I like. Do you like Buddy Holly?
3: I like the Weezer song, Buddy Holly. <sighs> do you like Jackson? Do you like... Uh, <laughs> I almost said Jackson 5. <laughs> do you like Stevie Wonder?
0: Um, A couple of his songs.
3: Like which ones?
0: <laughs> Supernatural. <laughs> okay,
1: that's like 75. Um. I, Wait, Supernatural I guess, or Superstition? You know,
3: what? Oh, Superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's. I, do you just like Santana? I like Santana, That's the yeah. Supernatural. It's. Anyway, yeah. um, that, that album's good. Yeah. So it boggles, it bottles my mind sometimes. I understand. I, I know a lot of people like this that just don't, music's just not for them.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, but what is, what is your thing, Bill? What do you like? <laughs>
1: what is the deal? <laughs> you,
3: you mean you mean musically? No, just in general, because it's not movies, it's not music. Mm-hmm. It's not any It's not anything pop culture related. Right. You don't have any interest in any of it. Um, because mm-hmm. even when you participate in it, you don't commit it to memory or attach it right. to nostalgia right? right. or anything. Mm-hmm. So what, what is it?
0: Um, well, I'm pretty, uh, I, I mean, I really like people and games, right. And sports. I think that's, that's probably more my genres, right. That's more what I like. I, I like most sports. I used to be into every sport and then kind of had to narrow it after I got married. Cause Jenna just thought I was into too many sports, and then I like, yeah, I like games. I like, I like card games and video games and board games, and I like uh, playing ping pong and pickleball and uh, ultimate frisbee. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want to be competitive. I want to play. I want to play. Yeah.
3: But you're saying you're a natural athlete. That's what I heard. Nope, no, no. <laughs> if you'll notice those. <laughs>
0: The specific sports I mentioned don't require a high level of athleticism. (laughs) Okay. Um, Do you think that? Yeah, like I like foosball and darts. And
3: do you think that when you when when someone says I like to swim, that someone is the (laughs) world's number one best-selling artist of solo artist of all time? Mm -hmm. That you would have some knowledge of that person.
0: I mean, I it just that the commercial success mm-hmm. of an individual doesn't make me go, I need to give
3: my time and energy to nope. understanding right. this or knowing nope. this if I don't like it. No, well, but you don't know you don't like it because you've never heard it. But do you I ever- I had,
0: but, but no, I had heard Garth Brooks since the early 90s.
3: Well, you had heard- And every time I did not like it. You had heard friends in low places.
0: And I've heard all the crap you play in bars (laughs) and the machines.
3: You don't listen. You don't listen. listen You don't pay attention to it. No, you don't. That's the thing. You don't you're right. I don't pull out my notepad and write down the poetry. Good. Thank you for telling me I'm right.
1: At least you said Uh, it's poetry.
3: It's a cowboy poet of the West. Cowboy Poet Laureate of the West is what they call Garth Brooks.
0: Hey, my heart uh, out was 930, which is what we're approaching. So I'm going to pull a Garth Brooks and bail on this thing early, okay?
3: Okay, great. Thanks for joining us, Bill. Hey, Bill, give us a climometer, climometer ranking.
0: Uh, I give Garth Brooks a 15. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, bye. Bill. <laughs> All right,
3: this Ryan. is a
1: real weird, real weird episode.
3: We need to go to your review of the show.
1: All right, um, I thought it was a pretty good show. Uh, he played all the hits as expected. Uh, I think he played longer than I thought he would for a corporate gig. Um, everything was on point. all the music was good. Uh, there was no uh, no flubs, no it was a slick presentation, like nobody nobody fucked up on the technical side. Um,
3: yeah, this was one of the better sounding stadium shows I've ever seen. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. It sounded really good. I mean, yeah. it, it's a pretty much brand new stadium, so I think they've got it figured out. But still, I mean, yeah. they had what, 25 people at the sound stage in the middle of the stadium? Yeah, they had a,
3: they had a ton of people at the mixing yeah. boards. Yeah, for like, sure.
1: They, they had it dialed in. And then yeah. also, um, uh, Garth's band has been with him for 30 years. So they're yeah, I was all surprised when he in. settled
3: it. That was crazy.
1: Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that off the top of my head. Um, that but
3: you have to remember, but he did take 15, 20 years off.
1: <laughs> true. So. True. But still, yeah. like to, yeah. to get all of right. the people back, like to yeah. not have to fill in anyone, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. The, 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 the two pieces of criticism I would have is that I did not buy into his enthusiasm for the corporate crowd, it felt a little bit fake. It felt like, oh, yo, hello, Cincinnati, you're the greatest crowd. You know, hello, Phoenix, you're the greatest crowd. You know, it it felt a little like that. And then Mm -hmm. the, um, as as I've said many times, the fake encore always irritates me. Yeah, I
3: don't love encores. I like when a band's like, bye, and they just don't come back. Yeah, that's fun. No,
1: the the oh, we're gonna thank you, and everybody leaves the stage, and the lights go dark. But then like. Nothing happens for 15 minutes and they show back up.
3: You know, come on. He had me, he had me on that first one for a second Mm. because he walked back out with no lights, no nothing, and uh, just a guitar. And I was like, oh, maybe then I was like, oh, never mind. This whole thing is set up like it took because I thought it was gonna be cool, but then which is fine. I mean, that's what every artist does, right? You know, it's not a fault of his, you know. Well,
1: and then Um, I didn't, I didn't appreciate the uh, oh, well, you know, Trisha was backstage and we were talking and I thought that maybe she might play a couple songs. And then she comes sure. out and it's like fully produced. She's got a rhinestone microphone, like the logo's up on the screens. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, he, right. you didn't just decide you were going to do this.
3: Right. But you also have to look at someone like if Bill had been there for this whole thing and was enjoying it, he yeah. would have fell for all those tricks. True. You know, some people haven't seen these tricks, Right. Yeah, like the, especially that crowd, A corporate crowd doesn't know. You could tell those were not all concert going folk. Yeah, but you know, they but were I would there say
1: though thing. that that every concert does this. So that sure. if you've been to one, and then you go to another one, and the same thing happens. You pick up yeah. on the on the ruse real quick.
3: Well, people don't realize too, like. You know the show's over when the house turns the lights on. That's when right. the show's over. I've seen—I've only seen like twice in my life or something that like a band was like they came back out with the lights on and went for it. And I was yeah. like, oh, this isn't planned, you know. Right, right, right. But that's pretty rare. Um, yeah, I like you know his set list was shorter than it usually is, but I noticed there's a lot of f- he does a lot more covers and weird stuff on. And mm-hmm. I, this was actually good. This was perfect for me. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't need to be there for three hours. This was a good amount of time.
1: Well, and the fact that he did an hour and a half for a corporate gig is pretty impressive, honestly. Right,
3: yeah. Well, and also, I, what I like about that dude and that show is, like, it's pretty much no frills. Mm-hmm. It's just that dude is like, I got this micro, I got this Britney Spears mic. I mean, and yeah. he, I just go for it with my guitar and start yeah. playing.
1: With his seven uh, guitars, but yeah.
3: Sure, right. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's pretty fun to watch that happen. You know, you don't see that a lot.
1: Right, and um, and um, he sent it for sure. Like, the, yeah, no,
3: he's a good showman. He
1: left it all out there. Yeah, and uh, I I realized after Bill got on that he probably hadn't seen all the um, pictures and video I took of the show. Oh yeah, on like wh- how exactly close we were because yeah. we were pretty close. And
3: right, like, which which quite the experience too. Like, you'll never get that close again,
1: right? At, you, a, at an arena show, to. like a, a yeah. real stadium show, like to yeah. get that close, you're spending a thousand
3: dollars, right? And with him, you're not, but you're also not getting them,
1: right? Right? Yeah, 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 that's it.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that Garth puts on kind of a hell of a show. Um,
1: yeah. No, he threw it all out there for a corporate gig, especially.
3: Yeah, I don't think you have to. I think that even if you didn't love Garth, you're going to be like, this is a fun show. It's a good time. You know, like, that's, you know, Bill saying, I don't like this kind of music. I don't think Garth is good. Yeah. It just seems like you, it, I've been to shows where I didn't like the band. I went like, to
1: one right before we went on this trip.
3: <laughs> but, like, I could still have fun. I could still find something to enjoy about it, you know? Yeah, no, um, I agree, and I did. But... Uh, for being a pretty positive guy, Bill is pretty cynical.
1: I think I think that's what we're getting to. I think yeah. really we're trying, we're finding, you know, part of the ethos of this podcast was Bill thinks that nostalgia is bullshit and the only thing that's worthwhile is enjoying something in the moment, um, regardless of your previous experience of, of that media, right? Mm-hmm. And we're now finding that it's less about the previous enjoyment and more about him being cynical about whatever it is that's presented. He has a predisposed notion about Garth Brooks, country and I don't like country, so he's not going to enjoy it. He comes into it with the mindset that he doesn't want to enjoy this. He sits there for eight songs. He's like, I know what this is. I'd rather go home instead of like, Hey, let's see if there's something else I can enjoy about this. So right. I I think that we're really f- trying to find that or starting to find that nostalgia is not what he thinks it is. It's more preconceived notions.
3: Yeah, no, he definitely prejudges a lot of things. Yeah. Um like he doesn't like country music. He doesn't like comedies. Right. You know, there's just things that he just I didn't like this, so I'm not going to like it. Yeah. No matter well, what when I turn it on. And
1: and and you know, we all have you know, preconceived notions. It's just uh, learning how to understand how those play in and it, or how you see things, right? Like right. I know that I'm gonna, I'm not gonna like all country artists, but I also right. know that I have experience with Garth Brooks, and also I take into account the information that he's the number one best-selling solo artist of all time. So there, there's something there to like, like. These many people like it, why, why, you know, why should I not like it?
3: Well, and I, I think about people, and I guess people don't have the same experiences as everybody else, but, like, I know that I'm sure he was done the same thing as me for a lot of times. You know, part of the thing about music, you know, I definitely was, like, a music fan for a long time with my dad. I mean, mm-hmm. I was listening to music all the time and all that kind of stuff. But also, like, my whole life has been spent in a car, yeah. I've been in a car and the radio is, has always like, have you ever met a psychopath that doesn't turn on the radio in their car? Cause I have, I know them. I'm, my wife's parents are like, they don't listen to radio that often in their car. And I'm like, how do well, you, what do you do? That's weird.
1: I do know people that only listen to talk radio in the car.
3: Sure. Which I, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts in my car. I listen to a lot of, I used to listen to a lot of talk radio, but also just like, but that's because for the first, Thirty-five years of my life, it was all music, and I, you know, right. I still do it. I mean, I still pop it on. And do I do different things, but when when someone listens to the radio, I guess what happens with someone like Bill is the radio comes on, and while they're in their car, they'll hear the music and they'll just be like, "Cool," that's, and then they're done, and then they mm-hmm. leave. Yeah, they don't they don't listen like who sang that song, or I wonder if this band is good with another song, or. They don't dive deep. They just, whatever's happening, it's just ambiance for
1: them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: I'm always like kind of paying attention. Even like, you know, I think about like when I'm at a bar or a loud restaurant, you'll see me like, I'll Shazam a song out of nowhere mm-hmm. just to know. Sometimes it's not even that I, sometimes it's a song I know. Like I'll hear, I don't know, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield or something. And I'll be like, let me Shazam this. So I remember that I like this song and I put it on a playlist later. Right. That's just always churning and thinking about as my day goes on. Yeah. And I guess and that I, doesn't happen with other people.
1: I, I, uh, I have that maybe to a little bit lesser extent, but I also will say that I think maybe the time when music was most important to, to people of our age, mm-hmm. re- Bill wasn't listening to music. So that that formative time when it's like music is everything like it's your escape yeah. it's your focus he wasn't focused on music at all and so then he just never developed that that gene for lack of a better term um for getting into a music You know, right, an artist or a a genre or anything, just like, oh, this sounds good. He's at the point now where it's like, this sounds good. I like it. I'll listen to it. But there's no like, where did this come from? Who are they about? What are their influences? You know, there's no
3: deep dive there. No, he would never, he's never, he's never read the liner notes of anything in his life.
1: Yeah, because he didn't listen to music when there was liner notes. It was always, sure, always internet music. Sure. It's like whatever's and, on is on. You know, on.
3: and and, and it probably sounds like it. I'm not shitting on him for liking Kelly Clarkson. I think that's fine. I don't care. Well, who yeah, you like. like what I, you
1: like, but be passionate about it. Passionate about it instead of indifferent.
3: Just flip it about everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. I don't know. It's just. It's interesting. It's just so different lifestyle. I guess. Um, well, it's also yeah, we interesting have that have to accept.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we'll just have to accept him as he is. Uh, It's interesting that he says he would rather be about people and games and sports. I don't know exactly how to process that. I mean, I understand what he's saying, but sure, I like playing games and talking to different people. But I also like other things. You know, I, I don't understand how that... It's like, oh, no, uh, I'm not going to be interested in any other music than the music that sounds like ear candy to me right now. And then
3: um, I'm done. Right. So. And, and, it, and, to, and to discount so much other stuff just because you don't know it.
1: Right. Just be like, oh, that's crap. I don't like it, it's old. I don't like it. Right.
3: And that's what brought us to biopic month. You know, the, right. the problem I have with our biopic month, though, is we're going to sign in movies that he's not going to like. Um, I'm going to try and find something he will like, but you know, I thought about it and I was thinking that biopic month should be real easy. It's not as easy as you think, because there's, there's not that many, there's a lot, but there's mm-hmm. not, a, you know, there's, you know, there's like 25 or something. Yeah. Music, good music, biopics, not docs, not, you know, cause we don't want to get them in a documentary cause that would never work. Right. Um, and some of them Hollywood. are good.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. And some of them like, like, I also don't want to just make it super easy. Like I'm sure he would love rocket man. He's probably seen it or something, you know, mm-hmm. like that's like just a musical and it's showcasing. I mean, I guess it does tell his story, but it's not, I don't no, know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I want to challenge him a little bit. And also I feel like when it comes to like rocket man, I'm sure he knows more Elton John than he knows the doors. Yeah. Right. Right.
1: I mean that just so, tracks.
3: Mm-hmm. But I mean
1: so also he said, you know, the kind of the other part of this is that he said he was interested in Walk the Line and he said that he liked some Johnny Cash or at least was aware of Johnny Cash and liked some yeah, of
3: Yeah. I know. I know this about Bill is I bet he knows what Walk the Line is. I bet he doesn't know that song. Mm-hmm. And the other the only other song he's going to know is ring of fire hurt oh. no he's gonna know <laughs> hurt yeah um because i know that he has a, he has a story about the song hurt right and i think that and which
1: isn't even a johnny I, cash song it's
3: not a johnny cash song right and i don't know if he knows whose song it was originally yeah i think he does i think he knows the whole story behind that song we'll find out in the when we talk about it yeah if we watch walk the line because um yeah, that's the whole thing. But I think those are only two songs he knows. So when he says he knows about Johnny Cash, that's probably the extent of his knowledge, right? Um. So, anyway, I guess we're gonna learn some more things about him.
1: <sighs> I Let's guess we goes. are. Maybe we,
3: can, maybe we can educate him. Who knows?
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like we've kind of got there a little bit. Uh, yeah. through the through the past year and a half, two years. Yeah. Um.
3: Well, I think we should wrap it up. We it's kind of a long episode about Garth. Yeah, um, I think it was fun. I had a good time. I'm glad I got to do that. Yeah, no, thanks, it was. A, thanks for thanks for bringing us, Bill.
1: Yeah, thanks for uh, allowing <laughs> us to come with you on your corporate event. Um, it was quite enjoyable. Uh, wish I didn't have to pay for the drinks, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah,
3: and they weren't charging stadium prices. Yeah, yeah. Craziness,
1: craziness. All right, guys. Okay, Well. This has been a weird uh, episode But uh, yeah. The Miseducation of Bill podcast Goes on a field trip uh, Maybe we'll do another one I don't know Who's to say Maybe we'll oh. get another free concert Somewhere down the line
3: Yeah, never know Alright, well um, uh, ugh, That's all I got And I don't think we even This probably this episode isn't sponsored by anybody, is it?
1: No well, I mean, it is, it's kind of sponsored by State Farm, but
3: not really. <laughs> Nationwide is on your side. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I will uh, sign off and talk to you guys next week.
1: Yeah. All right. I really want to thank all the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you listening. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please email us at miseducationofbill at gmail.com Make sure that you subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, app, Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. A special thanks to White Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify at dot com.
3: See ya. Bye. Are you gonna, um... Uh... Is this gonna be its own episode?